0: All righty, folks, welcome back to what was previously known as John Reviews is the Slice of Life podcast. And folks, you know the deal. Today on the podcast, we have CJ on the other side of the
1: table. What's up, man? You What's up, right? man? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, man. Cannot complain. It's a beautiful day. It's sun shining. The sky is it blue. Is, it is. It is sunshine. It is right? hot. I had to
0: cover almost that window right there. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had to do some external lighting. Ex- lighting. I have,
0: exactly. Exactly. I have to really make this lighting perfect i guess i don't right. know the best way to put it but dude how are, how are you how are you in 2020 let's just start off with that man
1: you know without, we'll, get, we'll get to who you are and all that stuff right. let's just see how you're doing yeah right we'll learn who you um you know in a weird way 2020 has been a pretty decent year for me um there's been spiritual awakenings there's mm-hmm. been artistic uh, awakenings there's been cultural awakenings um, not only for me, but for the whole world, which is important right now. Um, even though we are in the midst of this crazy craziness that's, you know, sweeping over the entire planet, mm. it's been a pretty good year, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> it's, no,
0: every, I ask everybody at the beginning of the podcast because that's like the one thing that everybody like, I don't know, it gives me a different perspective on just uh, they're like, dude, it's been very shitty, you know, it's just, and I'm like, why? And then, like, you, like, right now, you're just like, yeah, it's been pretty good, man. Like, I, I can't complain. Yeah,
1: like, I really, I get how it's, you know, it has been. And, I mean, I'm one of the fortunate ones. I can't I can't speak for everyone. Right. Um, when I know that there's been a lot of hardship in the world, there's a lot True. of hardship financially, there's a lot of hardship emotionally. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt in my mind about that. But I think it was my, when all this started, when... I got kicked out of work because of COVID and a lot like a lot of my coworkers, and we had gone on furlough and we were now unemployed. I didn't want to. I knew what a lot of my like my friends would be doing. I know a lot of what a lot of people would be doing is exactly just like, you know, sitting in and watching movies. Mm-hmm. Just don't get me wrong. I did. But a lot, a lot of people did. I mean, I caught up on uh, a lot of good movies. Dude, uh, I, I watched
0: the entire Game of Thrones in a matter of a month.
1: I have yet to see a single episode. You,
0: sh- you serious?
1: Swear to God. Fuck. It doesn't... Um, I, dude, I said the exact same <laughs> thing, bro.
0: And I watched it, and I was like, all right, this you get, is... This you got uh, yeah, right. to trust. Yeah, dude. Three shows in, and I was like, all right, this is
1: actually pretty good. One show I have seen over and over and over again is Dexter. Dude, everybody, I have not seen that. All right, but I'll, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. I'll watch a game. Of, I'll watch the episodes of Game of Thrones if you watch Dexter. All right. I mean, I don't know how you feel about serial killers. I mean, I mean, I dude, know, I'm, dude, I'm almost I'm, done with Criminal Minds. You know, everybody's <laughs> tripping over Criminal Minds right now. Yeah. My sisters are tripping over Criminal Minds. Yeah. Like they're obsessed with it. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Amber and Aaron. Love you guys. Yeah. Uh,
0: Criminal Minds.
1: Shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, there is such a strange fascination with serial killers and the mind of. Psychopaths, and True. like that. I watched that show, Mind Hunter. Mm, that's I haven't a, seen that that's a really good show too. Um, I it kind of David saw that, Maybe. right? It kind of puts you in like that um, where they were mentally, like when they were doing these terrible things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, freaky. The, things.
0: I mean, the one I saw was like the Ted Bundy one. I guess so it was like not also the zach afron one, but think, the also the.
1: I think Ted Bundy's like the Walmart of serial killers.
0: The Walmart. That's the best (laughs) analogy. Like, I'm not trying to ump what he did. Like, but it's like, like.
1: (laughs) But yeah, you know, everybody. When you the first thing when you hear serial killer, you think Ted Bundy. Uh, Which I mean, I mean, I guess he made the name for himself. uh,
0: Yeah, sure. Like, I went to uh, I went to the Death Museum in Louisiana, uh, in in New Orleans, dude. I'd never been, and I was like, I want to go there. This seems pretty cool. Right. And there's like articles and like I don't know. They just kind of like make it look like it's a bigger thing than it really is. Right. And uh, they had like this little Ted Bundy part and uh, they just kind of like had a, just picture like an FBI, I can't, I don't even know if I should be talking about this, but you know, just picture like an FBI board of like, you know, like, like with, with string, where it starts and like, you know, it keeps going like that. And, and it's a line. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It was a, I don't know why people fascinate over that shit so much. I think it's cause you know, well, how do we get to this? I don't know. We'll get back
1: to it. <laughs> we'll circle, back to, we'll we'll circle, circle back, back to what 2020 was like <laughs> eventually, but now we're talking about serial killers. No, I think, I think it's because people who have a, you know, that rationale sense of like, obviously I'm not going to murder somebody. <laughs> it's, it's, you're able to be in that comfort zone of finding it interesting to, to see how these people think. True. That's what I think. Um, but I guess to get back to the question and what I was saying earlier, I guess what I didn't want to do is just spend my time completely, you know, just dull doing nothing. Um, I know a lot of people who, um, who started exercising more which is awesome, which I love to see. Yeah. Um, As someone who's been in, I've been in uh, like the fitness world my, for almost my whole life since I yeah. was about 13 or 14 years old. Um, It's nice to see that people are like, you know, exercising like and, and, and getting out and, and not, just.
0: And it, I, I mean, I'm saying it's not everybody. Like I, I'm not gonna be a pessimist, but at the same time, it's, it's like, come on, man. Like you have all this time for yourself. Don't just kind of like wallow away in some show, get right. out there and fucking do something. Wallowing. That's a yeah. good
1: word for it. Wallowing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So I, and, uh, one of my friends, he, he came on the podcast also. He started at quarantine. Like he, he, uh, he did intermittent fasting and he came on my show. He came on the, the, the podcast right. and he, we just started like diving deep in like why we wanted to do this. And I, cause I did it back in 2018 And, uh, I just wanted to see what his perspective was, like how he got to where he's at. Now he's, dude, he looks good. He's man. He's, he's like rocking everything that he, he, his whole mental state changed ever since uh, like the beginning of quarantine. And I'm like, that's a good, that's a good, Chase Asarian, you're going to be back on here. You know, shout out Chase. Yeah.
1: Um, no, it really is amazing. Like, because your whole, it really does kind of rewire how you think and see life because i I mean, I'm no scientist, but when you're doing physical exercise and your the endorphins in your brain are being released, and you feel good you, like, you yeah. feel better yeah better that's, and you, and you, and eventually once you start to feel better, you'll start to look better exactly. which exactly re- reverts right back to feeling better yeah
0: it's like confidence and you know yeah. it's like all those different things it's like a domino effect in a good way yeah and you you're, know? and you're because, you know you came
1: from one you came from one spot to. Yeah. To what you are now I mean I was A fat little kid I was a chubby mm-hmm. little kid My, mo- my mom that. says It was baby fat But she's lying She's lying I was fat You are fat I she's was fat I, I basically lived she's off She's of your chim- mom She's gonna I tell you Some lies I lived shit. off Of chimichangas And honey buns <laughs> <laughs> No joke uh, And sometimes I still eat honey buns But don't tell anybody
0: Everyone's gonna know after this, I'll say that. Right.
1: <laughs> Send me honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> Brought no, to you by uh, I'm just kidding, no yeah. I say Um, but no, man, so twenty twenty has been an I guess awakening is just the one word I would describe twenty twenty yeah. as awakening in many different ways, but um it was my it was a chance for me to realize like when I was in bet- when I was out of work and unemployed, I really took the time to reflect on like man like what am i doing like i like to th- I, I do like to think of myself as an artist because i do these things i paint and you know we'll get into that later yeah, but yeah, yeah um
0: i think it just you self-reflected
1: yeah and, and i just i didn't want to like do i really want to go and spend 40 hours of my life a week doing something that i don't really care for keep and, in mind where do you work oh i work for the mouse man you don't say. I work for the big old mouse with the big old ears and the big old hands, and <laughs> sometimes Goofy. if He's cool. <laughs> no, um, and it's not that I don't enjoy my job. I'm, I I like to think I'm good at my job, um, uh, which shall remain uh, undisclosed. My job specifically, one hundred percent. But it's just it's not some it's not something I'm extremely passionate about, mm-hmm. and all these other things that I'm doing that I've gotten the chance to do during quarantine are the things that I'm passionate about. And I think if you follow your, if you follow your heart and you follow your passions, you'll never work a day in your life. I don't want to work, man. I want to enjoy. I don't want it. I don't want it to feel like work. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. I want it to feel like I'm doing something where I can, you know, for me, I want to, I want to send a message. I want to bring people together and I want to have fun all at once, which is not impossible. And for anybody who thinks it is impossible, I would love to chat with you, you know, because I would love to see why you think that way. Exactly. Um, there's no need to there's no need to always think negatively Uh huh. Um, when it, there's so much negativity in the world already. There's, you know, there's tragedies happening all over and you could choose to focus on those and it's not unheard of to i mean you should acknowledge them but acknowledging them and and harping on them are two different things mm. or, or, f- or focusing okay. completely on that you know i agree with that
0: um so where i'm going to go with this especially is because you write like uh, the intro i guess the introspective of, of like why i want it. we're not all that different i guess uh what i mean to say is like I don't know if everybody kind of like should self realize that like at an early age, you know, yeah. uh, and realize like, damn, do I want to fucking like do this for the rest of my life? Right. Or and some people go the rest of their lives, maybe not, are okay, yeah. are okay with that. Yeah. And um, do you think it's for everybody? Like, I think that. Because here's here's the thing, and a lot of people can't deal with the failures, and I think that's for me. That's where I will like a lot of people can't um, do or well, take it, like take take that criticism and, and like
1: accept the fact that they've probably come to,
0: and it, essentially it will hinder their their uh right their risk if, taking. They're, if
1: they're not strong enough to accept that right yeah um I just think that i mean I've, I've always i obviously can only speak from personal experience right mean, you'll probably I mean, you'll I, probably hear me say that a hundred more times on this podcast, yeah and but. essentially
0: like we're both are, like i would say i'm an artist right but at the same Definitely, time yeah like, yeah thanks man i'm just gonna look at the camera <laughs> and just hopefully they look, agree a wink <laughs> and a wink and smile <laughs> no i think um, but
1: uh, yeah i would i wouldn't take my experiences for anything else you know i, I that's to say all the things I've been through and mm. you know, some of the things we discussed yesterday that we'll get into yeah. um, things that I've um, felt and the people I've met. It's all, of, it's all the way I see it. It's all been developing into a timeline until now, okay. until this realization.
0: And it it's, was because of everything that's happening externally that kind of
1: made it do it. I, I think so because um, and
0: what i mean by that is like everything that's going on in 2020 essentially is 2020
1: like well, I, I i must say i was a little bit on this trail um of realization prior to 2020 okay, right okay so yeah um but it just kind of all unfolded in 2020 mm-hmm. i should say mm-hmm. um but it was more like like i get it like i the more we discuss what we've been through and especially things that we feel like we're feeling alone with right and you feel like hey i'm going to i'm going to tell somebody this and i'm being i'm opening myself up vulner I'm being vulnerable yeah the more you realize that you're not alone really mm-hmm. and that you have a lot of things in common with other people that you didn't like you wouldn't have known unless you had opened up 100% and i do think that everything happens for a reason so i think everything that i had been through had happened for a reason and that's why i say i wouldn't take it and change it for anything okay i mean i've been in some really high spots and i've been in some really low spots like just like everybody else has just in their own different way you know man
0: yeah every right now and this is the the best way for me to kind of make it make sense is that we're a lot of people are in the race to see who has suffered the most
1: yeah does that make sense it it does and
0: and and once i kind of kept telling myself that i'm like yeah like who has it the most shittiest is is really what everything that's going on right now and uh, and i'm not i'm not saying that's a good or bad thing i'm just saying like that's just a way for me to kind of like make it funny but at the same time
1: it is a little bit comical how it's kind of like a roundabout way it It is it's like a dog chasing its own tail
0: it goes all the way back to like all the way back, like history wise. Like people will take it all the way back there.
1: History just, does repeat itself. That's a, I say many, that all the many time, a time. I say
0: that all the time, man. Just and, in different forms, you know. And here and here's the thing why I wanted to invite you on also, man, because um I I I like especially when you said this uh, the speaking of being vulnerable and all that stuff, not saying it's not unpopular, but it's very popular. In this sort of format, in a in a way where we're just can we can li- literally talk, right? Um, but I like seeing the the, like how we mentioned yesterday, how we we see there's people that, obviously like the world, obviously like the 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 worldly pleasures and all this stuff, right. and I like that perspective. I want to see how the perspective is. You're you're when I was talking to you, I feel like you were more uh, internally, like, uh, figuring out the, the spiritualness of what you're doing and how to go about that. And, um, I don't shy away from that. And, and the, the reason I, I say that is because, um, people not, I think everybody has to kind of like dabble in sort, some sort of, uh, internal thinking and internal monologuing for yourself, and I think this is a per- perfect way to do it. Right. And so, uh, when I was like talking to you, I want you. I want. I will. I want you to kind of like figure out like, you're not the same as a lot of people. Like, like and <laughs> so I. So I've heard. <laughs> so, and, and the reason I'm saying that is like, either people are going to think, ah, oh, this guy's super hippie, super weird, super whatever. And we can start with that. Like, how, where, and why did you kind of like get?
1: Come would, accumulate to this who i would are. love to be the world's dry erase board if everybody had a marker and eraser you can label me however you want um i
0: don't even know what that means <laughs> like, what? like
1: you know like if if you want me to be a hippie you write hippie and if somebody else wants me to be a weirdo they'll erase it and they will write weirdo. weirdo but it's dry erase so it won't get all messy like a chalkboard ah, there you go. i don't know about you i used to have to clean the chalk Sport racers in elementary school. Here's the thing, man. We're
0: the only ones that know about chalk. There's no chalkboards anymore, bro. Oh, and if there is, they make it like Playful in a small a, little what a,
1: what a drag, man. <laughs> Dude, they <it's laughs> teach you discipline. <laughs> 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 no, Can I he mess um, with
0: all that shit. Oh gosh.
1: Well, I find that um that you were speaking of the inner monologue in your own yeah. head. Everybody has one. It's called your consciousness. Your self-consciousness, I guess. Um, and there was a point in my life where mine wouldn't shut the fuck up <laughs> and it was really annoying. And he was like always worried about shit, like with ex-girlfriends or worried about things that were happening in the future, like things that haven't even happened yet. Mm. And I find looking back on it and looking to a lot of other people, they, they see themselves, they're really tripping over like things that happened back in the day. Mm or they're tripping about things that are coming up in the f- in the future in the think, near future things that
0: can't control is really what you're,
1: yeah I and i think the one of the biggest things about being internally aware is recognizing the fact that you can't stress over things you can't control because that's wasted energy you could be spending you could you could be using that energy to revert it to like love and to giving back to the community or to helping a friend out like if it, like it's just a crazy uh, example if I'd, I'd rather be like helping a friend move apartments than, um, you know, tripping about rent next week (laughs) and I hate moving (laughs) so that, but like, but like I said, like it's just direction of energy. And I think that, um, so I had wanted to find a way to quiet that voice, you know? Um, and, uh, like I was saying uh, yesterday, I, I, when I, I'm i a big fan of music, mm-hmm. music has been, um, you know, extremely present my entire life. Uh, ever since I was just a kid, my mom was showing me Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith. I like rock and roll. I like, but I'm also like, I, I'll, I'll be listening to Led Zeppelin one day and then I'll be listening to classical music the next or jazz the next or blues or, or hip hop. Um, it's all kind of connected in a way, but when I'm listening to a band that I find extremely interesting, right. I don't just listen to the music. I, I want to feel the music. I want to feel the lyrics, I want to feel the chord changes and the drum fills and the bass lines and things like that. And one of the bands that had um, that my focus had fallen onto were, was the Beatles. Mm. And so I had, I had studied the anthology of the Beatles. Um, I had listened to every album every, you know, recording session that I could before they were um commercial Beatles, like before they came on the Ed before they, show Before they were big. Before okay. Beatlemania. Yeah. Um and not only did I love the music, I loved the movement. Right. British musicians and um uh European musicians because the same thing was happening in like rural France and rural Germany, but you just weren't hearing it. Um Luckily enough, the Beatles were the ones who got famous off of it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And they were we'll really bring it to the mainstream, too. right? They were like the big. They were like the big push of the right. British invasion. Yeah. Um, and so I had studied uh, all of their music, all of their lyrics, their lives. I want to know what they were thinking when they were writing these these songs, the influences they were mm. feeling from other musicians. Right. Um, and I think that's really, that's one of a beautiful thing about music and about sound is that not only does it capture the time, it captures the energy. Um, you can feel it when you're listening to a Ted Nugent album and, oh, and yeah. he's bringing it to the, he's bringing like, they're getting off the bridge and he's like really ramping it up. You can feel that energy. Um, and so I had, I had been studying the Beatles for a while and of course, um, everybody is well, anybody who's anybody, <laughs> knows that the Beatles were taken under the wing of a Indian uh, guru, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, His Holiness. Um, and I found that really interesting because it's not traditional. It's not necessarily diving deep into religion per se, but more of a study, mm-hmm. the study of meditation and what the meditation they were doing. They were studying transcendental meditation. And prior to Maharishi Mahesh Yogi meeting the Beatles, He had already been doing this circa of the circuit of like um, British television, spreading his word about uh, transcendental meditation. Right. And so, even before watching him interact with the Beatles, I was watching Maharishi uh, give his lectures on um, this, what's called Brahman consciousness and transcendental meditation. And all these words at the time were very foreign and (laughs) exciting, and I had no idea what they meant. And so, I wanted to explore it further. And so I started practicing transcendental meditation because I wanted to be like George Harrison because <laughs> he he rocks and I loved the Beatles. And he's a huge influence of mine, even to this. I mean, especially to this day. Right. Um, so I had been practicing transcendental meditation, which. And at, f- at first it was extremely difficult. And I get it. Anybody who's anybody who's ever tried meditation. It's extremely hard. It's a,
0: it's a very uh, difficult practice to because I don't know. Even the 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 word meditation, people are gonna really define it differently now, yeah. and uh, more traditionalists are gonna see e- even in the monk stages. They're kind of like they're they're gonna try to find a way to to um, make it make sense in their world. And this is where you get the shorter meditations, that just kind of like breathing exercises. Yeah. All these different all these different things to kind of Um, because yeah, right. I dabbled in the meditation also.
1: He who controls the breath controls the mind. Exactly. Yeah. I never knew that, but now I know. Well, it's, it's true. You slow down your respiratory system and you slow down your heartbeat and you know, it's almost as if you can start to feel everything running slower. And then once you're aware of that subtle feeling, Mm. you just let it go and it's okay a lot of people say. I mean, a lot of people that I talk to and that I discuss these things with. Mm. A lot of people say, "Man, I, I tried, I tried, but my brain just kept on, you know, going. Like I just kept on thinking about things." Right. And a way to overcome that—that that I've have found that has been here for centuries. What I'm what I'm doing is hundreds and hundreds of years old. I'm just doing it in a, in today. Right. Just yes. as just as Maharishi Mahesh yes. Yogi and the Beatles were doing then.
0: Would that be a traditional, like a traditionalist?
1: I guess a form of meditation. Yeah. No, um, transcendental meditation um, isn't traditionally uh, a practice of meditation at, at at that point in time. in the In the mid '60s, it wasn't. Okay. Now, because of the exposure that I mean, he Maharishi Mahesh Yogi was getting um, excellent exposure because he was just you know he's a rather strange little man who had a really um, you know, delicate and soft voice. And mm-hmm. it was very high pitch and he was very yeah. squeaky and it's interesting to people. And when people who have never seen things like that, look at this little Indian man, speaking of the ways of the, of the, of the yogis in the Himalayas, um, they're going to take notice, mm. but the exposure that he had gotten after the Beatles had met with him, it was, it exploded transcendental meditation. You know what though? I, in my in my searchings and my findings, I have found that it had become extremely commercialized now, and I thought that was really tragic because it takes away from the the entire experience. If if I I can't speak for anybody, but I would, I feel as if if Maharishi Mahesh Yogi could see what had happened to transcendental meditation, he wouldn't be pleased. Because it's now just this massive commercialization of meditation. Because mindfulness and meditation and yoga now in the in the twenty first century. We're in the twenty first century, right? It's 21st, like one. We're twenty first century. It's yeah, the one below, yeah, right? It's it's, um, it's 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 hip right now. It's hip. It's it's a big thing right now, and and especially now with quarantine. Yes. It, it's become.
0: Uh, a, yeah, I, I was uh, dude. I, it, uh, you don't have any social media. We'll get into that, but I was like, I, I would be posting like yoga stances and all this other stuff. Right. And don't don't get me wrong. Like I would consider myself a really hip, hip hippie ish, but at the same time, it's like hipster. And I don't, I don't know the <laughs> some
1: like, some hybrid,
0: some kind of hybrid, man. I I don't know. I I like the the arts. I like um, I I don't know. I love the the idea of Zen. The idea of outdoors. The idea of yoga actually and meditate all of that just intrigued me after after like 2017 i think it was just uh it was just a way to kind of escape i guess that was the best that was the best way to kind of even even with the food habits like you know i went vegan for a bit didn't like it i was like and i was like i don't know if i can do it and so yeah hybrid is the best possible way because i love me i love doing like normal, I guess worldly things, but I also like being by myself and doing like things for myself. And
1: there are philosophical aspects of the hippie life that you enjoy. Yes. But there are but why aspects I, of the world that you also it,
0: enjoy. Exactly. And I don't know if it's because of the rise of popularity that it got or if it's just, you know, it did help. And I think it, even like the idea, like uh, people hate the idea of like white, whitewashing in general right and so
1: like whitewashing
0: uh let me use this in a, in a in a in a sense like um in the hollywood um aspect is if you got a movie that is pro- predominantly made in mexico right okay and you get white characters to kind of play Mexican uh, does that yes, make sense yes so and people <laughs> the hate, Caucasian the, ruining the it, ancient
1: and <laughs> the ancient practices of other religion or the, other yeah. cultures yes it's very popular in America <laughs> exactly
0: so so like how you're explaining this I honestly don't give a crap about like what Hollywood says because right. essentially it's a freaking movie and and for one uh even like the idea of like um kind of like i don't know uh even you get somebody that play a cholo mexican like you right. know that that uh is overly exaggerated i i'm like i've never met <laughs> yeah i know I, what you I, mean. i'm just saying it's funny to me and it so, is funny and so like i i'm just saying like i don't see anything bad with mainstreaming it if per se because a person like you i honestly think it's a very uh amazing thing whenever I can bring somebody that is from a different culture and bringing it, bring them to a Mexican culture and introduce them to sort of like these different things. And now people love and are ingrained with Hispanic culture because of, uh, because of the day-to-day living here in the United States. But I, I, I see it as a perk. Like I'm like, dude, I, yeah. Like if I can spread the way that I see things and it will influence how you love this music, you love this food, you love right. these sort of aspects. I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, and I, I say that with a, with a question mark because I'm like, I don't see any repercussions with it. Right. Per se, I just feel like people get offended real yeah. easily now.
1: I think you know I didn't. I didn't have like hippie parents, you know. I, I didn't, my mom I didn't either, bro. <laughs> my mom was a hard working, you know, she worked in the in the court system. Like she's yeah. she's pretty legit. My uh-huh. dad was an ar- was in the army, so I mean there's that whole there's that whole, you know, barrel but
0: American family. <laughs> the be-
1: the beautiful thing about this whole experience that I've experienced um okay. is that it all came completely on accident or or by fate, if you will, mm. because I was never exposed to these things as, as a young child and like somehow, like, like as someone who would, um, someone who's, who's practiced Christianity their whole life. Right. It's not, it's not like that for me. I didn't have, and I think because I didn't have religion, some sort of religion or viewing of life being forced upon me, that it gave me the freedom to explore different things.
0: Define force because... Well, you know, I know, mean, I know go, you, you were forced to go to church every Sunday. No, like. it's,
1: it's that I wasn't. Okay. It's that I didn't have that pushing force. I didn't. I know I have. They so were much.
0: they were really open with you then. Like, yeah, extremely open. Okay. I
1: have the most open relationship with my father. Um, I tell him absolutely everything—the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know. Um, oh, yeah. older? Like when you're you got older? No, my whole life. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm also the only boy. Maybe that helps. So he, we had. Yes, that. that's a.
0: I think that's a. <laughs> I would say it's a good right. factor, but at the same time. Yeah, I came from a traditional or er, like going to church. I mean, like right. my, but I, my my mom had to deal with three boys and then another <laughs> a fourth one coming in and then it's like <laughs> like <laughs> it's, like sometimes the church was the way, not the way out, but like a daycare. Like I guess like it's
1: like Yeah, you got Sunday school with yeah, a little bit of yeah. weight off your mom's shoulders. Exactly. It's bit. it's it's
0: so even from my perspective, we can say that it was forced, but I still found a way to kind of like I mean, I it doesn't fit me, and then right. later on, I think that's whenever you had to like fight for right. what you want,
1: I guess. Well, I think um, if the parent in question—not yours specifically—but mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. parent in in this scenario, if the child got older and now as a young adult and they choose not to to go. to go that path, and then they hold some sort of flame of animosity to them for that, that's not very cool, because now that that person is you you've raised that child that child is now an adult it has the ability to make, make its own choices, its own choices. Yeah. and you have to respect that mm-hmm. i've made plenty of choices my mom didn't approve of <laughs> just like uh, i'm sure a lot of people have shout out to my mom yeah love you barb <laughs> but love you mom <laughs> and, uh, but at the same time she has to you know or they have to you know accept that i'm i'm going to make my own decisions right. and because i have to live with the certain sacrifice or the consequences, I should say. I mean, right. Um, but yeah, so
0: I, I I can see that. I like that perspective. I think it's an open perspective and I think it's something also that is learned. So it's, Mm. it's something that can, can really heighten somebody's ability to decision make better. And so, um, but with that being said, let's, I want to talk about your art and go, go into your, your, this, this, idea and creativity that you say you 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 are upon because this has a lot to do with also the BLM movement and uh like it has a lot to do with like
1: where you're trying to go with it let's see I have I've always well I was actually um being a military brat we we moved around a lot okay um by the time I was like being you know raised like to where I was you know i had i had cognition and i was Mm. like aware of my surroundings i was probably about like seven or eight and we had been um you know settled down in upstate new york for for good right and um but still i was raised predominantly by black families and or hispanic families or asian families like like with the military it's a melting pot so you get a lot of everybody and a lot of people help out other families you know okay that's one of the beautiful things about like that military community is that they all know what each other are going through. So they're going to help out. Yeah. Yeah. The brothers. I mean, and the families are families. Yes. So I had, um, I I had been raised by, you know, black families and my entire life, my best friends have been black and it's never been, there's never been any sort of question in my mind that I'm not the same as this person. And so, even like that, developing into um, today's issues and mm-hmm. and and um, social, yeah, social reform and all yeah. that stuff. I've of of course I'm going to be a huge supporter of that. Um, being you know raised on that philosophy, you know, I, I, I have no, I'm not an aggressive person. I'm not a violent person, but I will not. I have no po- uh, tolerance for ignorance. Mm. If you're going to tell me that you can't shake someone's hand or look at someone or say hi to someone just because of the color of their skin is is sickening and as a human being to another human being like it's really disturbing and so I wanted to be of course I wanted to be a part of what was going on Mm -hmm. um so when of course when everything happened with George Floyd um it was terrible and I had gone out to uh, I went to a protest in Tampa okay and I got some pretty strange looks, man. This uh, blonde haired blue-eyed kid. I mean, cause nobody knows your story.
0: Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody
1: knows your story. They're just looking at you. Yeah. And I'm rolling around. I was skateboarding around uh, <laughs> around Tampa um, to find this protest. I got the shirt on. Um, no matter the color, you are my brother. Um, and I I got the sign and. You know, Black Lives Matter, and I'm skating around, and I get these weird looks from people. But I also got a lot of praise. I got a lot of positivity out of that, and that was a beautiful thing.
0: The people that negatively, what, what, why were they looking at you like, uh, that? like
1: I said, because it's just probably strange for them to see this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white guy just rolling around on a skateboard, like dude, <laughs> like it's it probably strange for them to see him, like, uh, like. Like what does he really know about like like black culture? Yeah. Um which is, you know, it's a fair assess it's a fair ju- it's a fair judge. I mean judgment's not cool, but it's a fair judgment to the first to the first glance. Um and like I said, I'm not gonna hold animosity towards anybody for that. Mm. Um, but no, so I wanted to be a part of it. So I went down there and I protested. Um I'm I didn't I wasn't able to get down to um Orlando to protest. Um but I was in D.C. visiting my father because my father lives in D.C. Okay. And I was um, about a week to this all happening. I was at a pawn shop or oldie but goodie shop in um, Arlington, Virginia. And I had found this 35 millimeter camera, um, Konica FS1, beautiful camera. Classic. Um, I didn't know if it worked, didn't know if it, you know, functioned. Mm-hmm. But I bought it anyways <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, got some film for it. Um, I wasted the whole roll of film just testing it out. No idea if it was working or not. And uh, when I'm in D.C., I always go to Chinatown to get sushi because they have the best sushi sushi in the country. I'm going on record saying that. <laughs> I would disagree uh, with that. But I'm saying, man. China- San Antonio roll back okay. in Texas. Fair enough. I've been to San Antonio Subjective. too. Yeah. I've been to San Antonio there you go. Too. Yeah, I was um, like, yeah. Uh well I was in Chinatown and I I was on the D C has those scooters that you can rent around. So you know I'm zipping a around. Of, a lot of places have that. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm zipping around and I'm having a good time. The wind's in my face. It's yeah. not too hot. Um it's a beautiful day, man. And and I just felt I wanted to get down there and I wanted to shoot some graffiti and some flowers or something that I could find that would be interesting. Mm. And so I'm, you know, I'm rolling down the block and I see a couple of people with um, Black Lives Matter shirt on. And I'm like, um, yeah, cool. I'm like, are you guys like just here or is there something going on? Like I'm down with the cause. So like what's like what's going on? And they were, um, yeah, I, be- I think there's a march down by the Lincoln Memorial, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, okay, very cool. So um, I'm going to go check it out. I'm excited. I want to get down there. I'm like I'm like probably 13 blocks from from Lincoln Memorial so yeah. I got to hurry up cuz I, I don't want to miss it yeah but I also was thinking to myself I wanted to get black and white film yeah I wanted to shoot it in black and white because um because this because of this issue that has been around for centuries too long it's yes. I thought black and white would be a beautiful way to capture how times Unfortunately, haven't really changed that much, in know, in a way. And so I had, I was like zipping around, like I'm like, they. Had, what had happened was they had closed off about like the four blocks around the Lincoln Memorial. Police closed it off, so you couldn't drive down there, and you okay. couldn't even scoot down there. And I'm like trying to find a photo shop because you have to go to like a certain like kind of like um camera shop to get that 35 millimeter film. You can't mm-hmm. just go to like a Walgreens and get it. I tried. <laughs> so, um. I finally found this photo place. I go in there. She hooks it up. Uh, The wonderful lady, I believe her name was Linda. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she gave me the camera back and I get out of there and I don't want to miss it. I really don't want to miss it because this is all happening like, like that. Mm. And so I, I get down to Lincoln Memorial and man, I I shit you not. I get down there and there's 150,000 people down there. It was unreal. I've never seen like, I felt like I I felt like I was at Woodstock, man. It was huge. It was it was uh, Goliath, and I and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." So I had parked my scooter, you know, whatever. I'm walking down there, and I start I start snapping a couple of pics, um, but nothing really quite in capturing yet because mm. I wasn't in the middle of it yet. And I planned to get in the middle of it, like deep in the middle of it. Um, and so I made my way. I'm right in front of the Lincoln Memorial on the National Mall, right, right by the water and they're 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 funneling everybody into um like the sidewalk area that's right next to the water okay and there's music playing there's uh, people you know shouting with their signs and everything obviously and i remember thinking i remember thinking the gravity of the situation is so much bigger than anything i've ever felt i'm saying like i when i feel like i was i'm an old soul anyways but even, you could give me all of the beads and flowers in the world and throw on all the Zeppelin tr- and Beatles tracks. I'll never feel as back in time as I did when I was shooting this. Mm. Um, it transported me, man. And I said, fuck this. So I took my shoes off, I put them in my backpack, and I got in the water. <laughs> I got in the water in front of the, National Mall, in, in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Mm. And uh, I'm walking around, and everybody else starts hopping in the water. And I'm like, oh, sweet. So I start getting as many pictures as I could, and um, I'll go over this first one.
0: Yeah.
1: You can put them up here. when Okay.
0: Okay. All right, so what are we looking at?
1: What we are looking at is... This is to the north of the Lincoln Memorial. Um, You had come let's say the Lincoln Memorial is right here mm-hmm. and you have come up the wall, up the water in front of the Memorial down this way. And then like into like this massive park area and then onto this road. And the fact that I was able, you know, without Pat, I mean pat myself on the back here. Oh. <laughs> the fact that I was able to get this while everybody was moving their signs was incredible because this, this vote sign, because everybody knows how critical it is to vote this year with this election, especially, and I felt like, with that being such a um, political you know, exclamation point, that the fact that I got it at the f- at the focal point of this picture is is really interesting to me. And the crazy thing is, man, I thought my film, I thought my camera was out of film. I shot this on. I shot this just f- out of pure yeah, out of, wind. Yeah, out of like, like fuck it, ball, it balls like to the wind. Like, yeah, might as well. Like
0: the best ones too.
1: Um, it, and I, I agree completely. This is my second favorite picture of this series. Um, yeah, man. And it was just the amount of people. I mean, you can kind of see how many people were there, but not really. <laughs> like yeah. this doesn't even do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, walk. I was barefoot. I had no shirt on. I had my bandana on and I was straight hippied out <laughs> and, and I loved it, man. And I just, I, it Make was, I man. had chills, man. <laughs> I had chills. Um, and so this was, uh, this was a beautiful um, picture that I grabbed I, I, I have to say that's a good one, and, a and, good one. And, and 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 I believe that the target I was going for with that black and white film I believe I captured because you look it, at it, this
0: and it, it, like you put one like this side by side by one that was actually back in the 60s right. and the and, and, um, dude, 60s were crazy but like you put it side by side by it you, you're definitely going to see some similarities yeah. it doesn't matter if it's just the the focal point of what the picture is trying to portray yes it's there are some similarities from 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 this and if you you see some protests from back in the day right and alluding to what it really means it's just like yeah you're right a lot of things maybe haven't changed or even just then it's just a lot more people are feeling right. less um equal to one another and i i You know that that's that's what i see from this picture
1: right and you know um what's really interesting is um this was the same the lovely um people who organized this march Mm. um the black lives matter movement um this was the same march that martin luther king jr did on his Mm. uh freedom march in 1963 i believe Mm. and that was heavy man like Knowing that we were like all of us in this picture, we're walking in the same footsteps as, as the people who were fighting for change, right. um, all those years ago. Um, it's it's just you know it's, it's extremely heavy and it's, and, it's, and it's extremely emotional, man. That it's beautiful, it's tragic, it's poetic, it's you know, it's heavy, you know, and and I just yeah. It's crazy. That's a good one. Then. Yeah. Um, What's this, the other one? Yeah, this next one. You want to grab, grab that? Yeah. <clears throat> this next picture was taken right in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Okay. I see. Um, do
0: you have um, PDF files for these? I do. Okay, I have PDF files because... I'm you um, to send them just so I can put them on. The yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so this was right in the water of the, that's the Lincoln that's Memorial. That's the Lincoln Memorial right mm-hmm. in the background there and you can see all the people that are starting to get in the water and everything. And this gentleman was nice enough to I had asked him to get his picture and I didn't tell him to do his fist or anything like that. He he did. he did that. Yeah. And that that's what makes the picture. Um and you can see like what I see when I see this is the time. Listen, we're in corona we're in the pandemic right now with coronavirus. This guy's wearing um a a mask. I mean, the Black Lives Matter movement is happening. Mm-hmm. They're gonna look back I mean, I'm gonna at least I am, I'm gonna look back on this picture in fifty years and like this was history, man.
0: This literally would entail a set time, place, scenario, exactly, everything. Yeah. Like during end, during
1: the during the twenty twenty social reform movement, yes. during the corona pandemic. Yes. Boom.
0: This is this is literally what it's saying.
1: This is my this is my favorite picture of the, of this series. Um, I think it speaks volumes without, I could never ever do this picture justice. of what, what this picture is doing itself, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't put into words um, the, the emotional power that this, that Mm. this thing is punching, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And it was just, it was a beautiful, I had no idea it was going to come out this way with like him in the forefront. Um, But man, it's, I'm glad it did that's a really good photo I I really I really enjoy it I'm really proud of it um yeah I'm really proud of it did you get the gentleman's name? no I didn't Mm. no everybody was just kind of um moving yeah jamming moving vibing Mm. and I was actually surprised at the amount of people it kind of really kind of took me it did take me by surprise how these people are obviously I'm not gonna say any names obviously but they they had asked me they said did you feel safe were you didn't were you worried at all and i was like i was like what i was kind of offended by it because
0: Wait, the people at the protest
1: no 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 people after i, I was telling them about this Oh, okay they were like so were you scared at all i was like why would i be scared we we're all literally there for the same thing mm. that's the mo- that's the that's more safe than i felt in the last you know 2 years living in orlando as mm. being around all those people um and you I, I honestly like I'm not a big supporter of like No well, I won't say that but what do, what I do you will think they were s-
0: trying to mean like like the people that were asking you that
1: I think they might have just been misinformed and that's the optimistic side of me uh viewing it you know I in think no way. I think they might have just been seeing what they what they saw in the news with all these because don't get me wrong there were violent violent riots all over the country. Yeah, that happened. It happened. So they were probably just seeing um, that and trying seeing to seeing that and good. yeah, and putting the two together. Mm-hmm. But I politely informed them that it was quite the contrary. It was mm-hmm. very peaceful and very moving and extremely profound and historic. Honestly,
0: essentially, it's like one of the focal points, right? You mm-hmm. went to D.C. and yep. and it's like one of the most, I think prominent places to make a stand and
1: nation's capital baby. And that's,
0: that's what I mean. And, uh, I'm not, and this the thing, like everything that's going on, 100% have to be for it. Like, right. Um, it's, it's, it's been too much. And, man. and that's the thing I, I, uh, I've dealt, seen, and you know, kind of like, I'm not saying I'm not even going to play the victim here. I'm not going to be like, what I said in the beginning like who definitely has gone who, through the yeah, worst who, yeah, and, who suffered and more and that's the thing it's just some of the obvious things that are clear as day I eye, eye to eye like that some of the, some of these things aren't supposed to you know be happening so right. and with that being said it, it really is not just even awaking uh, a sort of uh, pl- like um a, a speaking point for just them Imagine people of any race, like it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I wouldn't say like I'm in the middle of the black and white movement or like a, a idea of like uh, all lives, black lives, you know, every right. everything. And I'm, I'm just saying like uh, it's just really even speaking up someone per se like me, mm-hmm. where I've seen both sides. Yeah, I've, I've experienced yeah, both sides, have, yeah. and and it's just race isn't like the color of my skin isn't going to say anything it just culturally i've seen differently yeah. and so so that's that's the reason why like you this is a good way to even be a part of it's just even taking pictures you know yeah and, and i
1: have i've personally uh reached out to the black lives matter movement um by email and trying to connect like to them connect them with us I, I would love to if this if anybody sees this and i'm plugging myself here
0: if anybody Cause sees, no if media. anybody, because
1: mm-hmm. I don't have social media, this all I can get. <laughs> um, if anybody sees this and and they want to be a part of this and support this and they want, um, if they think this image or any of these images can capture the message they're trying to send for, through their organization, mm. I would more than happy, more than happily just I would donate these photos. Yeah. And I told and I told the Black Lives Matter that movement, or the movement that too. I I had, I wrote I've written it in my email that mm. I'm I'm more than gladly just give you these photos mm. because i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put a price on these t- i'm not gonna well i'm not gonna try to profit off no, of, of course these not. Yeah, yeah i'm yeah. not gonna money tie mo- um, what do they call it monetize monetize i'm not gonna try to monetize these because of what they stood for what they stand for and what had happened and what i went through when i was doing this yeah um, um and this next one i'll, sh- I'll show yeah, you it yeah. uh, this, this next one is even, um, is more profound in a different way, I think. There you
0: go. Yeah. If you do have the PDF files for this. Yeah, most, be, definitely. Uh, most, most definitely. Most definitely.
1: So if anybody can't read it on the camera there, um, this gentleman's sign says, I'm finna shoot back. And I saw it and I immediately grabbed it. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, yo, I said, please let me get this picture. And he was like, yeah, of course, man. And he, in it captures the aggression that this mass of people are feeling because of this, you know, terrible, like energy that they're, they've, that they've been exposed to. You know, I've, I've like, like you were saying earlier, I've, I've, ex- I've experienced racism as well from, from African Americans and from other and from other races.
0: Yeah, explain it in the most detailed way cuz this is going to be like <laughs> dude, it's cuz like I'm not saying I disagree with you because dude, there's racism even in the classes I have of right. Latin America. Like people that can't understand that right. and comprehend that right. this is the reason for like <laughs> like the I don't know, there's always an imbalance between all of that stuff and right. I and I'm not saying you're not
1: wrong, just mm-hmm. clarify it, I just, I really like it's, it. It's it's what I call subtle racism. Okay, go ahead. Um it's just, you know, why <laughs> without going within names or detail like too much detail, it's just, you know, why would why would why would this white guy be hanging out with this group? Or why would this white guy be in this car with this with, with all these guys? Or um they automatically assume I'm a certain type of way because of the color of my skin. And I'm not crying victim here. Not mm. whatsoever, I got nothing to complain about mm. all i'm all i all I was trying to say was is that whatever I've experienced is a sliver is an atom is a molecule size compared to what other people have experienced true, and especially in this year and in this time, unfortunately, and what I wanted to do when I got this picture was show that and show that there. The, that people are tired of it mm. and people are are reaching to that point to that boiling point man mm. I mean I don't I don't I, I don't support the riots per se but I don't I don't not understand why they're doing it you know what I mean I I understand where they are coming from Mm-hmm. but that's the that argumentative side of me. I like to give, I like to see the perspective.
0: And that's the thing we, we, I feel like that's ingrained in us like in some sort of aspect, one, some way, I don't know. And that's just me trying to make it make sense, you right. know? Um, but it, like it, this really trying does, to make it make sense. That's a good way to put it. A, and a lot of people try to do that and it's, it's hard to comprehend or, or look at both sides, mm-hmm. you know? And Uh, we can always rationalize and go back to our experiences. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's like deep down, you know, you're not a bad person. Right. And deep down, you know, a lot of these people aren't bad. So it's like the, the sour apples, the people that are bad, the Mm -hmm. people that are bad, that are in power. It's like, what does that really say? What is it really trying to kind of like really say? Mm -hmm. And, you know when i look at this you probably have a different perspective than what i would have cuz i'm finishing back um i look at it as a it's it's the idea of like an eye for an eye like uh you know yeah. and and i don't know if that's a good enough answer i'm just saying like
1: Right. We don't have all the answers, but yeah. we, Keep can, in mind, own, I'm we like, can, I'm we like can the own. most
0: fair Libra that you could fucking know. Like, I don't even know we how don't much know much all I the answers.
1: Say. We just make observations, man. Exactly. That's all it is.
0: And, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it's a good picture. It's a re- it's a really Thank good you. picture. Thank you. And I don't even know if it's that little girl that's holding in the back or if it's that guy.
1: Oh, it's that guy. It's the guy. It's the
0: guy. yeah. And yeah. it's, it's like, I don't know. I I am not smart enough to say an answer cuz I don't I don't fucking know what to say there. But <laughs> like but at the same time it's like yeah, this is a message. It's right. a message of saying clear's day that a lot of stuff isn't right. isn't okay.
1: Right. You know, I was I was very fortunate enough to um be able to be put on exhibit. These three photographs were put on exhibit at the Orlando Museum of Art. Um they that's have dope. A, They have a amazing program called first Thursdays. Okay. And I encourage, any. Oh, I encourage, heard of it. yeah, heard I encourage it. any artist, yes. any artist who has any, anybody, in any Orlando, platform, area, or area. anybody, anybody, dude, anybody hit me up. Let's create, <laughs> we'll get into that later though. Um, but yeah, I, they have an amazing program where, um, they give you the opportunity to put in a spotlight, your medium right. and your voice and the things that you create and do. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was really fortunate enough and and beautifully surprised that they were willing to take these photographs and put them on an exhibit there. And I think it it was beautiful to be there. Um, And I, I, I wanted it. It's a shame that it happened during COVID because I want this to be more out there and more available for people to see, because I do think these, and again, without patting myself on the back too much, Mm. I do think that these, photographs hold some serious weight to them as far as capturing the time and the issues in America right now um and so I know that's kind of tough when I have no social media
0: (laughs) yeah you don't have shit (laughs) oh but Uh, I did
1: do something for this podcast okay cool I did uh, I made a snapchat
0: (laughs) oh you did what that okay that's the lucrative thing
1: snapchat is cool with me I guess Uh, that's you won't catch me with the cupcake filter or whatever it is um, but uh, we'll. What's we'll wrong with TikTok? <laughs> I don't want to see people dancing. <laughs> I get it. um I get it. But okay. yeah, man. So I did make. I I made a I made a Snapchat to plug. So if anybody wants to Snapchat me, um, honestly, like, give me a random thing to photograph or paint, and I'll do it, man. That's like, awesome, man. Because I, I want. I all I really want out of anything it's just to create with other people i've i've gone my whole life without creating with other people and that sucks um but i mean it's to nobody's fault but my own probably i mean but where i grew up was not so um artistically inclined um i should say but and speaking
0: of that like your artistic ventures really go before 2020 yeah why and they and that's what i mean we can go to your other pain that's a good transitioning honestly yeah let me see
1: that oh you want to see uh sticky slim
0: the most popular sticky slim that you're talking about yeah.
1: i will show you guys sticky slim sticky slim is this um it's this is uh well, how should i say I he's know, I he's this um this, this interesting your, cowboy this <laughs> <laughs> he's this interesting he's the west he's the western cowboy side of my brain as you can tell by my vest i like to I like to kick it old school and um I think cowboys are really cool. And so I, when I when I pictured this guy in my mind, I was like, man, what would a cowboy be doing? Um, especially a weird cowboy like this sticky slim character. And so I will show you show you what he's doing.
0: That should be your Snapchat name, sticky, sticky slim.
1: slim. All right, Joe. This here is sticky <laughs> slim. <laughs> I love this dude, man. I I love this dude. He was so much fun to paint. But <laughs> for anybody who was wondering what is he's doing, is that a green pumpkin? No, that is a peyote cactus.
0: I felt like that was a cactus.
1: It is a peyote cactus. A peyote cactus is one of those cactuses you can find in the Southwest, like a lot of other cactuses. But this specific cactus, if you drink it uh, in a certain way, you trip balls. And this is what this uh, bored the cowboy is eyes doing. His mouth. Yeah. I I is he bleeding? No, that's a tie. Oh no right there on his nose? Oh no, that's just a nasal hole, I oh, guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but as you can tell, there's like there's an abstract there's an abstract aspect to it. And um I don't know, I just love this guy so much and, and I do have to give a shout out to my very good friend Emily Franska. She um helped me out with the sand. I had done all the color for the sand but I'm not too great at texture. I'm more good at shitty art and calling it abstract. <laughs> no. Bro, but, <laughs> okay.
0: Let me, let me get into that because I cannot look at, at one. I, what I took art appreciation, whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't look at art and then just kind of be like, Oh, oh yeah, so that, that makes, makes me feel, you know, this is a very, uh, and you know, that's the thing. What you, I,
1: what were you going for? <laughs> What were you going for? What were you feeling?
0: <laughs> Bro, that's the thing with a lot of artists. They get, they're very self-critical about right, their work. Right. That they are like, don't look at it. Like, I don't want anybody to look at it. I mean, you're just like, dude, this is something I just made up. I don't know. There's going to be some guy that's going to look at this like, holy shit. That is I a work want I art.
1: want people to see this and be like, what the fuck? It's look like, like, wait, at this dude. They're like, what the
0: fuck? Um, then they're going to be thinking there's something wrong with this guy that fucking made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is something
1: wrong with this guy that made it. He's on a whole other level. This is um, a original this, CJ. Is an ir- this is an original Kane and Crowell piece. That's my real name, Kane and Crowell. Kanan and Crow- Crowell? Crowell. Or that. Crowell or Crowell. whatever. Crowell. Just call me Kanan. <laughs> or CJ, whatever. Um but yeah, man. So um he's actually th- I enjoyed making this so much that he's actually going to be a part of a series that I'm doing. Uh and I'm I'm going to put him all over the all over the world. So we'll see where he his next adventure is going to go. He's probably going to be on a can. Uh, <laughs> begging for change can. or something <laughs> i was a brewery can, can, can yes um <laughs> the anyone, art on
0: that is bizarre like i, th- now I now haven't
1: seen it i i had just recently over the last i don't drink myself but yeah. I, um my a good uh, a family member of mine is affiliated with the 81 bay brewery in tampa yeah, yeah, yeah. they have amazing amazing lagers i did try the lightning lager and it's lightning awesome. lagers
0: delicious it's I, awesome. I went to
1: that one it was actually really cool. right and um I had started noticing on IPAs like uh, of of like breweries all around Florida and I mean all around the world too but um the designs on these cans are amazing.
0: it has never been a best time to be an artist I, I agree completely yeah if that's that a makes very sense. true statement yeah and because of that it's because you can find the most like don't get me wrong, man I'm looking at this you're probably thinking this is like awesome I'm looking at it as like something that like like <laughs> like uh you could you can literally make and I'm like, you can find simplistic art. And I, I'm just saying, I, for me, I don't know. You're probably taking that very, very wrongly right no, now. No, no. It, okay, it, it is
1: simple, man. You well, I'm just, saying, just,
0: I, I'm not saying yours in general. I'm just saying so you can find sim- like are, simple, art simple art on on the most bizarre things and they'll call it, right. that is a million dollars. And I'm like, how that, the fuck?
1: I, I don't know what part of the world. I mean, I don't know how one gets into that art culture. Um, I don't Let know. Let me know. I, I, I guess. I mean I probably wouldn't sell this thing for a million dollars, but um uh, but, I'm totally saying, happens, but I'm saying but uh, I'm saying like there there is beauty in simplicity. You're not
0: wrong. Like I mean there's a reason why people are gravitating back to a simpler life, a simpler way of living, a
1: simpler yeah, and, everything. And, you know? Because I do think I do think things have gotten extremely complicated in today's world. Really? In <laughs> you what don't, way. You don't say you don't say. Um yeah, man, and so there is just there is that beauty in simplicity oh, and 100%. i completely completely support that there's one of my um one of uh, a fantastic book to read is called grapefruit by yoko ono mm. like the yoko ono I, um and she has a poem that is just called grapefruit now you might not find it I, <laughs> but some will some might find the beauty in that there's a way to be profound in so little words and i'm not saying like grapefruit is a revelation i'm not saying that i am
0: literally going so the wrong way right now man it's cool i don't mind have you heard of grapefruiting
1: grapefruiting (laughs) no
0: don't look it up grapefruiting yeah it's uh
1: by my natural nature as a male i'm assuming it's something perverted
0: it's very uh 21st century let's say that
1: (laughs) Yeah, you, but, wouldn't, you wouldn't catch people in the 1890s grapefruiting, whatever the fuck that means. It just
0: wasn't known back then. <laughs> yeah, who knows, dude.
1: Maybe there was one weirdo in his lab just fucking this, around with the grapefruit. Probably, that's probably
0: what she meant, man. That's probably like, <laughs> she was like, grapefruit. grapefruit.
1: Grapefruit. <laughs> um, yes. So I'll move on to my next painting. I did this earlier. Um, I did this, I believe it was last year. Um, at the beginning, at the end of last year, right before 2020. Um, For all my Pink Floyd fans out there, I love you because Pink Floyd rocks. He's awesome. Um, And uh, so this is the Wish You Were Here uh, album cover. Um, Obviously, it's not like I didn't I didn't go in great detail on purpose. I I went into this kind of like wide cast of shape and color um, because from afar, as someone who's seeing it from afar, you you see it from afar. You're going to know what it is, Mm. if you know. If you know you know. But mm-hmm. um and when you get up close you see it's really just a couple of like just brushes and strokes and right. and 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 uh plops of color and what I had done is uh I had taped off this I taped off a border which I uh this is my first time doing that my again my friend Emily she she's a, a a beautiful artist um she had showed me to do she had shown me how to do that um yeah. and how it kind of just like and captures the the painting more um and i think it turned out really well and i i I like it a lot
0: someone recently just told me that architecture is art or art is architecture whatever way but
1: i can see it both ways
0: yeah it just mind fucked me because i was like i was like okay so everything he's like yeah everything's art and i was like Gotcha. I
1: don't know. My little brain cannot comprehend that much. Dude, I'm an artist and my brain can't even comprehend art sometimes. That's
0: what I mean. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, I look at it as simple. And then architecturally, the most simplest things is architecture is how she said it. That little piece of drumstick over there is art, and then I'm like, and I'm like,
1: whoa. You are the you are the drumstick. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you're the drumstick, sometimes you're the table, I bro. Don't, I find myself being an artist,
0: but at the same time, I'm just like, how the, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> Dude, some it of it, some
1: like, of it, um, some of it, I do just think is kind of mumbo jumbo. Um, but I do agree with some things. Um. I was recently tar- talking to an artist at the Orlando Museum uh-huh. of Art, um, and she had pointed out some really beautiful um, things that I'd never seen before. Yeah, because of that art, like because of that intellect that an artist can ha- can have,
0: can have. That's in you know, props to those people because I've met a lot of those people. Uh, at the same time, I feel like subjectively, do you have like a, a piece of, I don't know, like what you find beauty in? I guess because. <sighs> you dabble in so many things and as an yeah. artist i think you should but i feel like all of that stems from what you think is beauty
1: i i personally think my my motif would be um poetry and writing okay because i think that's i mean yes while painting is from the brain and or photography pictures, and, yeah, and, or yeah, pictures yeah, too yeah yeah um that's i think that's its purest you know stream uh, straight from the brain is pouring out onto the paper yeah um and and i i have written quite a lot um some people and and i meet a lot i've met a lot of people who enjoy doing writing and doing poetry Mm. and um there's a wonderful uh writer her name is erica i'll keep her last name out but and she told she had talked to me she had said you know i think my writing is too sad and i and, and I've read it, and it, it's it's extremely sad and ex- extremely sorrow mm-hmm. um, but at the same time that is it's some of the most deep and intellect intellectual like reading I've done because it's so beautiful it's so beautifully tragic you know the things that that she has gone through in her life that she had now had been brave enough to put onto paper and to out into the world mm-hmm. yeah she is
0: uh what does that say? Um, when you put it on paper, you are manifesting, manifesting it. it. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think um, you can like, like what I was saying yesterday, you can say something to yourself a thousand times internally, mm-hmm. but it is completely different. The second you say it out aloud. Yes. And I, I personally can attest to that um, through my mantra, through the mantra that I, that I use when I do my meditation and my practice and my spiritual practice. It's, Um, it's one thing to say it internally, but it's a whole other game to say it outside out out into the world because the energy you do put out into the world does reflect back onto you. Just like throwing a, if you throw a a pebble in a, in a pond, the vibrations go out to the outskirts of the pond and Mm. then come back. And, and so is life. If you, if you were to throw like a bigger rock into the, into the lake. Yes. A bigger splash and a bigger cast of vibration will be set out um and so it all comes back man it all comes back and that's the path of karma karma
0: yeah uh yeah karma is a is a bitch sometimes for the people that you know
1: Um, and uh, you reap what you sow man yeah exactly if you're not a dickhead not dickhead things will happen to you
0: i and that reverts back to like you know um I usually ask oh I like everybody towards the end of the podcast like what would you say to somebody if you're trying to like relate, find them purpose and you know, it's just kind of like something that kinda of like sends signals to them, like like, um, are you happy? Like are you it's like I was like what, what do you, what's your what's your right. what trying to be? And that's essentially how. Like, I mean, my roommate David. He's like, "Yeah, dude. He reminds me of you." Like, uh, what I usually would say is what to anybody, Thanks, like, "What, David? Do you do? <laughs> Shout out to David." <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, I was like, "What? Are you, what are you passionate about?" And I think yeah. that's it, that's what I would say to kind of yeah. like show show them that like, you can be simplistic, but Says. at the same time, like, I like people that have some sort of. Um, Depth to them, if that introspective makes sense. Yes. realization. Yes,
1: I think you know. There's, um, there's a way that we get kind of sucked into this, you know, mundane circle of
0: people. See it mundane, and people don't. You know, so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're
1: right. And like I said, I can only speak from my perspective. I when I'm at work and I'm in the break room, mm-hmm. and there's some guys in there or whoever coworkers. And they talk to me and they ask me what's going on, and I'll give them the truthful answer. I was like, "Well, you know, I had I, I was during my me- in my meditation this morning, it kind of felt off." And they were like, oh, "Okay." They and were like, "They're like, anyways, so uh, work sucks, right?" And I'm like, "Didn't you just tell me that yesterday?" Yeah. It's or a didn't, didn't Didn't we have the exact same conversation four times last week? Yeah. I I personally I don't I can't stand that feeling, man. Like yeah. I don't want to like when I. Even like when I catch myself, like if I tell someone a story, and then like four days later I'm like, and I start telling it in, they're like, "You already told me," and I I feel so stupid, and I hate that feeling. Um, and and so like when I'm talking to someone and they just, it's like the broken record, man. I'm like, yeah,
0: I like to I like uh, to chop
1: it up, and I want to ask them something that really gets the gears turning, man. I want to ask them, you know, you know, have you ever experienced bliss? Have you ever felt bliss? Have you ever um have you ever rolled down the window when it starts to drizzle and felt the raindrops hit your hit your palm? It feels kind of like
0: it feels like a hard hit for me. It
1: feels like a like a slight little yeah, and and what it in fe- what like I imagine like, is yeah. I imagine that's what it's like if I was, you know, <laughs> shooting through the highway of deep space in a spaceship and I stuck my hand out the window and I felt the stars tickle my hand. That's what it feels like to me. That's what I imagine. Hmm. And I'll ask them something like that. And <clears throat> that's when um, people kind of get the... The weird vibe. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this guy on? Yeah, I don't know. I can, The, funny, I can, the I can funniest think. thing with people think I'm on drugs and I'm really not.
0: It's just who you are. But see, that's the reason <laughs> I'm like, dude, I've had so many... I think everybody has a sense of character. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, so, I mean... Uh, that's part of the reason why I like doing this podcast because you find different, I guess, character portrayations of me. Hmm. But at the same time, it's like I like feeding off of whoever's right in front of me. So if right. like, it's like the, the energy wavelengths and I'm like, okay, is she, is she or he, whatever pronoun, is uh, like right in front of me. Um, like m- I want to match that energy because right. it, one, it, it kind of like, it sets a homeostasis to what the podcast is going to be about. But at the same time, if they feel like, Oh, I'm about to get a little bit more vulnerable. It's like, okay, yeah, I can mellow down or I can kind of like, like, Oh, we're too vulnerable. Let's kind of like lift it back up. Right. You know, it's like, it's a, it's, um, I would say people's minds can only want to handle so much. So like, does that make sense? Like it does. Yeah. And and for that, I just kind of like look at, the people that aren't that, you know, expressive or, you know, aren't that, I'm right. like, dude, just do something. I'm like, you know, right. you can stick out more. You can be more. You can I, do more.
1: I find a lot of, of my um, interactions with other people is they're scared, not scared per se, but mm. they're weary of what others think. And as someone who has, I've been there.
0: Wait, yeah. I was like, I feel like we I've, I've been there, that, I've yeah.
1: been there, but I now am not. <laughs> it's a it's simple, like, I'm like, now, like, now I don't care, you know? And, and there's a, there's a freedom in that. Yeah. And there's a, there's a peace there's a sense of peace in that. And yeah. The peace, a sense of Zen. Yeah. Where I'm not worried, um, I'm just not worried about what people think of me, man. And I, and I think, and I, Oh man, a perfect example. I went fishing with a friend the other day. And as I was walking, um, to my spot, my fishing spot, um, I see a group of guys, um, setting up like some, um, some photography stuff. And
0: you're like, Hey man, what's up?
1: And some, uh, drone stuff. Okay. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go see if they want to do like a shoot or something. And she was like, she's like, Oh, don't do that! Please don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like exactly. I'm like, what do you mean? Why not? And uh, and she's like, and she's like, because it's just like weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's weird. And a lot of people I meet are the same way. They're very 100%. weary of yeah. like, like interacting with other 100%. people. And and it's just it's so strange to me. It's yeah. baffling it's because like, no, no, no,
0: don't All like, I want, yeah, all on. I want is to do that yes, with people. Literally, it's like you meet more people that way.
1: I love this new sense of networking I'm experiencing. This is, uh, this is all very new to me. Is
0: this why you're not on social media? Um, essentially except Snapchat.
1: Uh, except Snapchat. Um.
0: It, like, it, does it stem from that? Because that, the, I had somebody on here that has like that sort of same mentality, but not have that same mentality because you probably have a different perspective, I guess.
1: My, my view <coughs> on social media is, yes. is, you know, I, while I do see it as a very beneficial uh, tool for networking and mm. you know pr- uh, putting your things out there, I mean that would it would be a lot easier if I was able to put my art out on social media, and I might there there's still a part of me that might do that, but I, I just don't I don't believe the cerebral repercussions repercussions of social media are worth it. These I I I have. I find it that these apps are specifically designed to absorb your time yeah. and absorb your brain and your creativity. Yeah. It's like sucking it out of you. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you can go anywhere and you can see anybody. You go into a waiting room at a, at the doctor's office. Everybody says, well. you People go to the gas the cloud, station, man. a top, a top, light, uh, a stoplight. They're all, it is just, I'd much rather be a weird, strange, abstract individual who thinks all, way outside the box than to be the same as everybody else. Mm. And when I see everybody spending hours and hours a day on their phones, dude, there's, this this world is fucking beautiful. And and don't get me wrong, there's, I mean, just because just cause I see you on your phone for eight hours a day doesn't mean you can't go outside and say, wow, that was beautiful and go right back inside. But what I'm saying is that there's a long run aspect to it Uh and if you i think the way i think i've had these the ability to have these realizations and these um like spirits spiritual um milestones in my in my mind because of my of my disperse of energy of where i put my energy i spend an hour a day meditating yes And I have a form of discipline
0: that goes to spirituality is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. And I think I wouldn't have that same discipline if it was, if my brain was being occupied so much by social media. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say, like I said, it's not, that's not to say that if I do get social media and and I want to put myself out there that I can't like just do it for like 30 minutes at the end of the day. Yeah. I might do that. Yeah. But if I want to, if I don't want to, I'm going to do it this way because guess what? In like the like in that an artistic revolution of the '60s and '70s, they didn't have social media and they still got everything out there. Mm-hmm. They had television, they had phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't fucking know what they had for computers, but they had technology. But they didn't have what we have now, and they still got their things out there. And and like I said, I I don't want it to be misunderstood. I know social media is that tool. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's not impossible to do it without it. Yeah. And to be happier why you it. do
0: it and, and yeah man i and we're we're just speaking off for of perspective here because you know that's what we do here but it's like it's it's a i don't know i think a lot of people that are our age mm-hmm. or a little bit older are trying to stray away from it but it's just so hard for all these younger generations and it's just well they, they, were they just don't know,
1: in know any better i don't think you think so? No, I I, I really don't. But I mean, but, but I mean, <laughs> but daddy, I want TikTok. So. No, um, because I mean, when I was their age, I was just the same, just on the different level. Because, you know, True. when we yeah. were kids, we had like the PS3 was like pretty big then. PSP was the, even the, bigger. Yeah, Dude, I had the a PSP. Cube.
0: I had the GameCube, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I did that. The, yeah, the like, DS. I was the same way, man. I mean, yeah.
1: I was playing. I mean, I wasn't. It was nowhere near as much as these kids, but it was you the same. You think it's more? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more now, definitely. Mm. Because, I mean, my mom, I mean, let's say, I mean, she didn't, like, monitor, like, my gaming or anything. Right. But, I mean, and and granted, this was only for, like, two years I did this, but it was, like, um, I would play, like, Black Ops like, three hours a night. But that was it. That was was it. it. Three hours a night. And then the rest of the time I was spent, like, like, playing, like, manhunt with my friends in a field. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah, I think the the accessibility was harder.
1: Right. And I sure as fuck didn't have a cell phone when I, until That's I was I mean. like, <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 16.
0: Uh, I think I was 13 or 14. Right. And it was the little flip ones. So like, yeah. I had one yeah. of those envies. Hey, I think I had that like after that, <laughs> the
1: keyboards were dude, like, yeah, I love the key, I tr- you know, I try, I went to Verizon and I tried to get one of those because yeah. I'm tired of my iPhone. I said, I, I said, I'll just, I'll pay off my iPhone and I'll keep it as an iPod. <laughs> just for my music <laughs> yeah. and then i'll just use like my use, use a flip phone for flip a phone. phone yeah and they're like yeah we don't do that anymore i'm like what they're like not a lot like you nah, do. we don't we don't do the flip phones anymore
0: i'm like it's gonna come back did you see that you see that new uh
1: the oh, the yeah. razor yeah i was like mm. yeah that's that's cool yeah that's um, cool but it just i just think they just don't know better yet and and their brains are very much still in a limbo state of you know they don't even know what the hell's going on really yeah yeah. At this, at, at, on one hand, they're very aware. Okay. Of what they're aware of, if that makes sense. They're very aware of how to post TikTok and how to play Minecraft and how to play Fortnite, or mm. whatever the case may be. They're not. They're not very aware of the use of their own consciousness, or finding peace in other things, or just the overall open-mindedness of being of what the experience of life brings. All right the reason I think the way I think today is because I've been in certain situations.
0: True. Not because of technology. Correct. Yes. Okay. So see, gotcha. That makes a little bit more sense right there. Right. Uh, because you know, that's the thing. A lot of people don't really allude right. the experiences with, or try mm-hmm. to like make it make sense with that. Right. And, and, it, it,
1: and I should say, I mean, I was, when I was a teenager and I was in high school and yeah. even, even until up until, like two years ago, man. Uh-huh. I was on social media. I was doing it all. Uh-huh. But it was the fact of what had happened, I had awakened. And I had realized I didn't, there, all that, all those things weren't necessary. You know? Yeah. And I had found, I personally find much more peace in the natural, in the nature of being. Of our natural, our natural state. You know, nature nature is perfect until man ruins it. And you know what? It, it, you ask if I have any advice for any for if, if anybody who anybody who wants to um, dabble dabble, in, in, and we haven't really even gotten into like the deep like no. um of what I do. But um, I, I think w- I don't think a lot of people can. Grasp. Yeah, it's it's heavy, man. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy and there's a lot of avenues to it. But
0: people can kind of understand, I guess, right. the the realm that you're coming and, from.
1: And at the end I'm going to give my I'm going to give you guys my email um and my <laughs> so <story>. old fashioned
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you guys Here, yeah, I'm going to uh, give you my fax number. Fax <laughs> number my email, my pager. Right, I got my beeper. <laughs> the beeper.
1: <laughs> no, I'll give you guys my email, and I'll give you my Snapchat. I'm with the time Snapchat. Um, and and if you want to know more about like what I practice and what I do to, because I do, and it, and it's not, it's not a state of you know, cockiness. I just I know I'm more. You sure, I'm. Nah, I'm just I know <laughs> I'm more calm and more stress free than a lot of people. Dude, we can hear but it in your voice. But it's just you know like. Not a lot of people know yet, you sure. don't know until you know. And but you know, exactly. if I have to get if I have to narrow it down to one sentence, knock and the door shall be opened. And that's in any sense, if that's a literal sense, if you see your neighbor doing something and you want to learn how to do that, go mm. knock on his door and ask him. Mm. There's so many people, especially, um, um, in such a metropolitan area like Orlando or like any city in America you don't even know who your neighbors are
0: it's funny we do actually well yeah right, i know but right. i mean but like,
1: in a general speaking you don't know who your neighbors are and true. that's and that's really strange to me very old
0: fashioned too it, it, especially yeah, very you and know what
1: i mean yeah i do and and i i purposely make an effort to know who my neighbors are true. and 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 interact with them because one that gives me a, f- a better feeling mm-hmm. like I, these people I'm living next to aren't just strangers. strangers. Like I know these dudes yeah. and I know their kids and I know their, their dog's names right. and shit like that. Right. Um, or so it's either in a, f- in a, f- in a literal sense, knocking the door shall be opened. Yeah. Or in a, in, 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 in a, in a, in a um, a figurative sense. Right. N- when I wanted to know more about meditation, I knocked and the information came to me. Mm. And all you have to do is be susceptible to that kind of information and that kind of knowledge, right? And your brain will retain it. You shouldn't. You should. I feel like people don't give their brain enough credit, man. Mm,
0: I agree. It's um, what the strongest muscle in your body.
1: It's, yeah. it's, it's absolutely amazing what we can accomplish. Um, and there's a lot of things that I'm really bad at, man. I'm really bad at texting people back, but I'm really so, good at sitting sitting down for an hour and a half and looking inward. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can, I can do that, but I can't text somebody back. But it's also a self
0: acknowledgement of you knowing your, your strengths and your weaknesses. I yeah. Kind of I like
1: it's self-awareness and mindfulness. Yeah. There you go. That's um, what I was kind of, stemming. there's a beautiful book that I suggest to everybody to read. Um, yeah. just because it really puts things in perspective. You need to
0: write a book. I think also
1: I started writing a book. I have yeah. a couple of chapters. Um, it's fictional, it's nothing to do with my life, but yeah. <laughs> still. No, but um no, this book it's called Peace is Every Breath. Um it's written by this um Buddhist monk. I, I unfortunately can't pronounce his name. But if you just go to Google and type in Peace is every breath book, you'll see it. Um you'll see like the you name. You see a it. long name. You see the name. It's it's very interesting. I can't pronounce it. But um <clears throat> that taught me a lot of things. And, and when I say it was, I mean, it was written by a Buddhist monk, right. but I practice Hinduism, you know, see, but, more on the Buddhist side. Right. But, see, that's so you would love that book. Yeah. And honestly, like the book, it teaches you, it teaches you how to ground your consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the, like I was saying uh, yesterday when we were talking, your, your, your mind and your everyday consciousness is what we're, what we're seeing, what we're, our five senses, our five sense organs, um, internally and externally, mm-hmm. um. You know, our our everyday consciousness is like that little voice in your head, that right. inner monologue. Yeah. And um, think of it as an ocean, and you know, you know when when you're going through a stressful time and you're going through you're going through shit, the oceans, the ocean, the top of the ocean is always moving. Right. It's always crashing, and the waves are it's nuts, and that's it's it's stress. But if you can if you can actively ground your awareness to mm-hmm. and anchor it to the bottom, the bottom of the of the sea is always calm no matter how crazy the storm is up top. So if you're able to ground your awareness deep within the depths of your own consciousness, um, whether it be, um, whether you see yourself like sitting in front of a tree mm-hmm. or sitting on a beach right. or <clears throat> whatever the case may be, th- if that's your grounding and you teach your, and you discipline yourself to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Yeah that even though shit's getting crazy and I'm going through a stressful time, I'm anchored in this state of peace and the mm-hmm. state of tranquility. Um, there is this great analogy, um, that was said by, um, a Vedic teacher, um, a Vedic yogi. Um, Veda is, Veda, the Vedanta is a, is a stream of, uh, um, Hinduism. And, it's if I'm going to paraphrase it, but if you picture yourself as like a large Oak tree, right? The sap of the tree or the maple tree, I guess the sap of the tree Mm -hmm. is, is our state of true being. Um, and what that means basically is like, we are, we are not this physical body or this physical mind. We are the, we, we are the awareness of this, body and mind Mm. and there is a true nature we you look at trees and oceans and forests and you know just nature you look at nature and we are that we are made we are of this earth humans are of this earth and so we have that perfect nature within us as the sap and if you're able to train your mind to focus on that sap and to 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 submerge your awareness into the depths of consciousness, and you become the sap, so to say, you experience that true nature, and then you realize that that's the goal of life for me is to experience you know bliss consciousness that which that that is nature okay that is within that that nature. Of of us, of the humans, mm-hmm. of our atoms, of everything. And um, everything else is just mundane and kind of secondary.
0: I feel like I need to be high for this. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to say that. Anyways. <laughs> no, nah, but... Uh, no, nah, dude,
1: I... I know it's a lot to swallow. No, it's a, <laughs> a,
0: and I'm not saying it for me. I'm saying it for uh, whoever's listening. Like, there are some people that can literally mm. digest engulf themselves into like a lot of this stuff i would say i would be one of them per se but at the same time it's like um i don't know i i feel like i feel like something i i've been talking to one of my good friends she's uh she's she talks about a lot about that the gut is like a second brain yeah and like you always have that gut feeling and all this other stuff, which kind of tells you sometimes this is the this the the decision making mm-hmm. and um i i I just go back to a lot of people just won't dabble into this happy I think there has to be something very traumatic that has to happen in their lives to kind of want to go into this sort of what we're talking about mm.
1: right and and like there needs to be some sort of catalyst for them to 100%. want to want to because only you can decide to do these things. Right. Right. That's just like um, getting sober. Only you can decide right. to get sober. Right. Know? Exactly. It's, it's it's the same concept. Only you can decide to go within.
0: Right. Maybe that's just a one factor, factor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, keep in mind, I am a moron, so I like, I don't I don't know. Psychology, as much as what uh, I feel like I should bring in a psychologist just to kind of see what he would say. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's like people want to dabble into this, are scared fearfully. Like, you know, don't, they don't know how to start. They don't know how to, you know, kind of what avenue I should take. What, right. what, what should I end up doing? And it's like, like you said, it's like keeping that was like, if you've knocked the door, you know, the knock on the door. On the door yes. And so it's like that analogy does make sense for anybody that is scared to kind of like right. dabble into the sort of things. Um, you know, and that's the thing. Like I'm me and you both know, and like me and you are like very spiritual people mm-hmm. at the same time. It's like, we still live in this world, I guess. Right. So it's like, it's, it's, it's how you live in this world. It's, that matters Exactly. So it's like one, we did reach the the time limit, and dude, yes. Uh, or okay, so how do the kids say? Oof! oof. oof. I don't know. Oof. I have a
1: couple of cousins, and, and they, they say it like that. Yeah, they, they say oof. Like uh, they call some game like Rob uh, uh, Roblox.
0: Oh, Roblox! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oof!
1: <laughs> I think it's so cool, kids, man. I'm they, they it's it. it's crazy how much they imprint on you. Because now I say oof.
0: It's it's insane, man. You see yourself in these kids and I mean it's it's insane. Yeah. Like I have a definitely. niece and nephew and I see myself so, like a lot into them and I'm like Right I was crazy that way. Like <laughs> right. and so like it's so funny. But man, dude I just want to say thanks for coming on, dude. Uh,
1: it was a pleasure to talk with you, man. And honestly, it's cool to get this voice. I have a lot to say, man. So yeah, you giving I, me this avenue is definitely going to be welcome back. Dude. Yeah, uh, this that's is one this way. is great.
0: This is one way to introduce people to see right. who you are, what you do. Who the fuck is, is this, this guy? guy? <laughs> like, who is this guy? Actually, I'll write and a book. I'll write say, a book.
1: Who the fuck is this guy?
0: <laughs> it's like the caption for your episode. Who is this guy? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> no, I'm
1: just kidding. Um, uh, if it's okay, I'll plug my email. Ladies and gentlemen. My email <laughs> You're gonna laugh when you see what website it's on. Uh my email is KananArtcontact at Yahoo dot com. Um it's C A N
0: We're gonna stop here okay. i was just kidding, you got I was just C
1: A N A A N Art Contact at <laughs> Yahoo. And my Snapchat is I actually don't know my Snapchat name. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> I'll
0: I'll put it down in the description down below guys. Right. I will put his email, his uh pager, his uh everything in the my 90s, You fax number. Um, yeah. uh, you know, any th- social security maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What is that thing? I got nothing
1: to hide. <laughs> tax man come get me. <laughs> no. Uh, really though, I would like to say thank you for anybody who's listening and if you do have any any questions about the things I talk about the things that you might think i might be interested in or even if you want to meet up like i said earlier give me mm-hmm. send me something on my email or my snapchat to photograph and i'll do it or paint or do anything man um i i just want to create and i want to love man i that's just want to help people out there that's all yeah. i'm doing peace and love it's krishna much love
0: um but ladies and gentlemen we're gonna finish it off here once again thank you CJ Thanks, for man. coming on, Ron. Um, I really do appreciate the pictures, and we're going to dive deep into it afterwards and on another podcast. But, right. ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode of the Slice of Life podcast. Like I said, I'm going to put a lot of his information down below, guys, and we'll see you guys later. Take it easy, guys.